Here is a sermon that was preached by Pastor Ballin in one of the Sunday morning services. This morning, I would like to title my message as Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. And our scripture verse today was this Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Scripture says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, Rejoice. Can we just repeat the scripture? Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, Rejoice. Now, God Almighty is asking us to rejoice. You know, this morning there is a reason why I, you know, specifically took this verse as the Lord was putting this word, this verse in my mind. There are a couple of things that has uh, happened in the past week. Some of you know, you know, there are many things that have happened in the past in all of our lives, but there are a couple of things. They are very significant in my life. So as I was just thinking about those things and going over them, the Lord was telling me to just to rejoice in the Lord. To rejoice in the Lord. You know, at times when things are not going well in our lives, when we think that, you know, everything is narrowing down and there is no escape out of it, you know, God just simply looks at us and He says, just be happy. Just be happy. You know, we don't really understand what the Lord is trying to say. But this morning, that's what is God is saying, rejoice. You know, last week, one of our you know, great friends, uh, whose name is Lloyd, he was in Pericodiac Mountain, and they eventually they moved, Dennis and Lloyd, they moved to Florida, and uh, Lloyd went to be with the Lord. Now, he was fighting cancer for a couple of years, and he was out of jobs. He was, was working for Cisco, and because of his health condition, he couldn't continue the work. And then he was really fighting with cancer for a while. And then last week, he went to be with the Lord. Nabil Kruishi, Kruishi. I don't know how many of you heard of him. Nabil Kruishi, who's a Muslim convert. And he's an evangelist. Also, he's an apologist. Earlier, he was working with Ravi Zacharias International Ministries. He made a public appeal during last week to all Christians to fast and pray for him as he was diagnosed with advanced stomach cancer. And the clinical prognosis is quite grim, quite grim. He, I don't know how many of you listened to him, I listened to him. He brings, you know, very clearly the word of God, especially he does a great ministry among Muslims, as he's a right straight convert from Muslim. And this man of God is caught up with a severe advanced stomach cancer. And he had to cancel all these speeches. And you know, there is a couple of things going on in his life. Jamison and Catherine Pals, along with their three young children, three-year-old Ezra, 23-month-old Violet, and two-month-old Calvin, traveling from Minneapolis to Colorado for their final preparations as they were about to go as missionaries to Japan. Tragically, the entire family died on the spot in an interstate construction zone in western Nebraska as a construction truck rear-ended their vehicle. We can just go on and on. Yesterday evening, someone was sharing with me, there is a teenage boy who just died because of an ATV you know, accident. 
you know we can just go on and on in the midst of all that that we hear every day in this world you know there are questions at times some of us ask questions to god and some of us do not ask question to god the only question that we have in our minds lord why such things are happening to godly people why such things are such tragic events are happening in the children of god's life we know in the past ministers of god evangelists great singers they died maybe due to sickness maybe in an accident now as i share these couple of things you know probably those things are just coming fresh in your mind in the midst of all that that is going on in our lives the question that we are here to ask is can we be happy always in this earth can we be happy always in this earth couple of more questions probably we can ask this morning has god promised happiness always are the children of god happy always can you promise someone who is a new convert can you just tell him if you become christian you are going to be happy always throughout in your life you know these are a couple of questions probably we want to ask and the simple answer is no the simple answer to that those questions are no god has not promised happiness always children of god cannot be happy always and you cannot really promise somebody that you will be happy you will be happy always if you come to christ no that's going to be a false promise we cannot do that there are moments of happiness and moments of sorrow in every one of our lives you know someone puts it this way life is like a true two parallel train tracks sometimes very rarely you see two trains coming in a parallel train track in train train track and most of the time you see one train in the same way in life there are times of sorrow and there are times of you know happiness but at times we see both going together too sorrow as well as happiness sometime a new baby is born but we lost the mother things happen in our lives things happen in our lives as every mountain has a valley as every night has a day and every dark situation has a glorious moment it is so true in our lives that there are times of happiness and there are times of sorrow then my question is back to that same scripture that what we read why word of god is telling me to rejoice in the lord always if the happiness cannot continue remain forever in the life of a child of god why the word of god is asking me to rejoice in the lord always and i can come to a strong conclusion that happiness is not same as joy that word of god is talking about happiness is different and joy is different scripture is not asking us to be happy always but instead scripture is asking us to rejoice in the lord always rejoice in the lord always and before we really get into this into come a couple of scriptures in the bible happiness the term happiness appears about 30 times in the whole bible happy or happiness but joy and rejoicing appear over 300 times 
You know, most of the time, Lord God is asking us to be joyful, rejoice in the, in the Lord, be glad than just being happy. You know, happiness depends on circumstances. Today we are happy. A couple of us are not happy, especially the children are not happy because they're going to go back to school. Happiness depends on circumstances. Some of us are not happy because the summer is kind of just, you know, going away. We, don't, we can't go to oceans. We can't go to lakes. It's going to be tough now. We are not happy. Happiness purely, perfectly depends on the circumstances. But joy perfectly depends on the inner peace or the confidence or the contentment that we have within us. We are trying to differentiate joy from happiness. You know, happiness is very temporary, momentary. But joy is lasting. In fact, joy is everlasting. But happiness just comes and go. But do we need to be happy? Yes, we need to be happy. Do you need to rejoice over the things that are happening in our lives? Yes, we need to be happy and enjoy those things that are happening in our lives. But at the same time, never forget that there are times of sorrow too. And God wants you to walk through the times of sorrow. God wants you to walk through the moment of you know, difficulties in our lives. Happiness is an earthly experience, whereas joy is a spiritual experience. You know, happiness is, again, as I said, depends on what we see, how we live. But joy, is, joy will work irrespective of those things that we see today in our lives. You know, in this world, we, as I said, we experience happiness and sorrow. But the true joy can come only from the Lord. Only from the Lord. You know, that makes a huge difference today. We are Christians. Born again Christians. We see people who belong to other religion. What is happening in their lives? It's happening to us. They are joyful, they are, sorry, they are happy and they are, you know, uh, enjoying the world at times. And at times, you know, you are happy too. There are disasters and calamities and dangers happening in their lives. And it is happening to you too. It's coming in on our way too. But what makes the difference is the true joy you, we have, but they do not have. Those who do not Christ, they do not have the true joy. You know, when sorrow comes our lives, it can easily take away the happiness from us. But not the joy. But not joy. Sorrow can come our lives, but joy remains. The happiness is gone. We mourn over the situation and we are again back. But the joy always remain with us. We'll know, we'll come to know more about it. As I said, happiness is a earthly blessing. Now let's get into the word of God. Let's turn to chapter 30, uh, Genesis chapter 30. And I believe this is an important chapter, you know, because the, uh, the, the word happy really came from this book. Genesis 30, verses 1 through 13. I need to read through this chapter, uh, these verses, because we need to know the context. Genesis chapter 30, verses 1 through 13. Now, when Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said to Jacob, Give me children or else I die. And Jacob's anger was aroused against Rachel and he said, Am I in the place of God who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? 
So she said, Here is my maid Bilhah, go into her, and she will bear a child on my knees, that I also may have children by her. Then she gave him Bilhah, her maid as wife, and Jacob went into her, and Bilhah conceived and bore Jacob a son. Verse 6, Genesis chapter 30. Then Rachel said, God has judged my case, and he has also heard my voice, and given me a son. Therefore, she called him his name Dan. And Rachel's maid Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. The Rachel, then Rachel said, With great wrestlings I have wrestled with my sister, and indeed I have prevailed, so she called his name Naphtali. Now verse 9, When Leah saw that she had stopped bearing, she took Silpa, her maid's maid, and gave her to Jacob as wife. And Leah's maid Silpa uh, bore Jacob a son. Then Leah said, A troop comes, so she called his name Gad. Verse 12. And Leah's maid Silpa bore Jacob a son. Then Leah said, I'm happy, for the daughters will call me blessed. So she called his name Asher. The word Asher in Hebrew means exactly happy. The term happy came because Leah bore a child. Earthly blessings. Earthly blessings bring happiness to you and me today. Psalm 127 verse 5 says, Psalm 127 verse 5, Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. Word of God is talking about children. When God has blessed you with children, you feel happy. Happy is an earthly blessing that we are experiencing. Psalm 128 verse 2 says, When you eat the labor of your hand, when you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy. You know, we work hard today and we enjoy the benefit of our work. And that's the happiness that we experience on this earth. So this morning we are talking about happiness that is temporal, that is, you know, earthly. And we go through, we enjoy, we, 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 we are happy being, you know, happy people in this land. You know, word of God says, happy are the one who trust in the Lord. Happy are the one who has wisdom. Happy is the one who has mercy to poor. You know, there are many scriptures talk about, word, you know, happiness that we experience on this earth. So happiness is earthly. Joy is heavenly. Happiness is earthly. Joy is heavenly. You know, that's the reason when people of God, when, through, when they go through difficult moments, they don't forsake God. They still follow God. Now, I remember a man of God who was a great man of God in India. <clears throat> he lost his, uh, his only daughter in a tragic accident. And his hand was broken. And as they were entering into the airport, and another truck and came and crushed that car. A daughter of the age, maybe around 18 at that time. She just, she died on the spot. And he loves her so much. You know, every time when he conducts crusades, we see angels singing there. And she lost, he lost her in an accident. And this man of God was faithfully serving God. He was just crying because he was sorrowful. Because of the earthly loss. But inside, he was rejoicing. Because... He had his trust in the Lord. 
Joy is different from happiness. People of God, when we go through difficult moments, it doesn't matter if you lose your happiness, but never lose your joy. Never lose your joy. It's okay if you cry, because that's part of, a, a part of it. We are not angels, we are still people. Even though we are anointed, we are powerful, it's all true, but still we are people, just ordinary people, like anybody else. But remember, we do not to lose the joy in our hearts. How and where we can find this real joy? We are just going to go through it, you know, going, going to get into an understanding of real joy with the help of a couple of scriptures this morning. Psalm 94 verse 19. Psalm 94 19 says, In the multitude of my anxieties within me, your comforts delight my soul. When do we get real joy? In times of anxiety. You know, today it may be appearing to you that I am preaching something which is contrary. But you will come to know before the end of the sermon what the scripture is saying. Scripture is saying, Psalm 94, 19. In the multitude of my anxieties within me, your comforts delight my soul. The man of God who was going through you know, difficulties in his life. There are times of anxiety and pain and sorrow and struggle in his life. But in the midst of all, God Almighty is trying to comfort him. And when he is comforted, he says, I delight, my soul delights. That's a joy. That's the joy we are talking about this morning. When, when everything is gone, you know, look at Job, his life. When everything is gone, he was still putting his trust in God. That's the joy we are talking about this morning. In the midst of all our anxieties. In the midst of all, things are not happening. Things are not good. Probably God is not listening to me. No, it's not true. God is teaching you something that God wants you to be joyful in everything that you are going through in your life. In times of anxiety, we will know what is real joy. Romans chapter 12 verse 12 says, Romans 12, 12, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, rejoicing in hope. What is that hope? The hope that we have in God. The hope that we know for sure, God is with me. You know, yesterday evening we were praying at the end of the prayer, God was kind of, kind of you know, telling us, just be sure, never doubt the presence of God. Just be sure that God is always with you. You know, that gives us hope. That's the hope. And that hope brings joy to us. It's not the joy that, you know, it's not the happiness that world gives. That source and that origin is totally different. It's momentary, but this joy, this joy we are talking about this morning, that hides in the hope that we have in God. You know, that is hidden in the hope that we have in God. You know, we need to find that joy that is hiding somewhere. Because it is between you and God. It is between the relationship that you have with God. And that's the joy we are talking about this morning. Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. Well-known scripture. Though the victory may not blossom, nor fruit be on the wines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, verse 18, yet, yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. Word of God doesn't say, I'll be happy in the Lord. Word of God says, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. You know, that's the joy we are talking about. 
if things are not going well in the midst of insufficiency in the midst of you know in the, in the midst of lack in the midst of shortage in the midst of famine famine and poverty when things are not happening well man of god says i rejoice in the lord i rejoice in the lord you know that joy comes because you are trusting in god for that moment you are trusting in god for that miracle you know that's where you gain the joy from that's where you draw the joy you know sister was you know testifying today it was a real painful moment to stand in the foreign nation you know without proper documentation and when you want to face the officials you don't have real guts to face them that's some painful moment but in the midst of that moment you know god makes you delight because you are drawing strength from him you are putting your trust in him and asking his help and when he comes and helps your heart is filled with joy that's a joy that will not go nobody can take that away wherever you go you testify because that joy continues to trust uh, push you continues to drive you into your future Psalm 119 verse verse 111 says 119 111 Your statutes are my heritage forever they are the joy of my heart Psalm 119:14 says I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches Following the commands of God brings us real joy How that God joy comes you know for sure deep within your heart you walk friend of in front of god uprightly you know for sure i am blameless in front of god that gives joy we know for sure when we serve god we know for sure lord i'm not serving you lord for worldly gain but i'm serving you because i love you that gives you joy that is the joy we are talking about this morning following god's law following god's commandments and statutes bring the joy in our lives isaiah chapter 61 verse 101 says sorry in verse 10 says isaiah 61 verse 10 i will greatly rejoice in the lord my soul shall be joyful in my god for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation he has covered me with the robes of righteousness here the man of god says the true joy comes from the spiritual blessings that we receive you know when we receive salvation when we know the fact that we are saved you know we are out of hell we are citizens of heaven that gives us that true joy when we are anointed with the holy spirit you know if you want to talk to some of you the, the days when you are anointed with the holy spirit how much joy you experienced probably you are just carrying the joy wherever you go you just laugh you just re, you know enjoy because of joy that comes when we experience the spiritual blessings in our lives finally james chapter 1 verses 2 through 5 let's read the scripture very interesting scriptures james chapter 1 verses 2 through 5 here scripture says my brethren count it all joy when you fall into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing 
You know, here James writes saying that, brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. You know, how can we be joyful when we fall into various trials? But here the writer says, just count it all joy when you fall into various trials and difficulties in your life. That means, that tells us today, when we face challenges, when we face difficulties, he is asking us to count that in a joy. Why? How do we do it? When you rely completely on God. When we totally depend on God. You know, the man of God who is about to, you know, who, who is suffering through the cancer. Now, I was just reading his notes as he has just published that to the Christian world, asking us to pray. He's not talking about, you know, anything about, you know, his uh, end of life in, on this earth. He's talking about his future plans. What God has in plate for him. Either in this world or in the eternity. Whatever God has for him, let Lord's will be done. Let his, not, let his name not to, be put, not to be put to shame. You know, that's what is his request. Where he gets that, page, uh, that, 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 that you know, strong assurance... Where he gets that calmness in his mind. As James says in James 1-2. My brethren, count it all joy. When we fall into various trials. You know, this sermon is easy to preach. But when we encounter such difficulties in our lives. The question is, are we equipped to put the scriptures in practice in our lives? That doesn't mean that a tragedy is about to come. I'm not saying that. That simply means... We are living on this earth. We have the protection of God. We have God surrounding us as we hear the testimonies this morning. But in the midst of all, never forget the fact that we have two parallel train tracks going together in our lives. You know, some of us remember the moments that you lost your dear ones, your parents, your children, maybe your unborns. Those moments were painful and sorrowful in your life. If God was not with you, you know, probably you are not, you may not be today walking with God. But you were having in the midst of all the difficulties that you are going through, the joy, that unspeakable joy, that word of God is talking about. We are about to get into that scripture in 1 Peter 1, 7 to 9. That was not taken away. Let's turn to 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 7 through 9. Here he says that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire may be found to praise, honor and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Verse 8 Whom having not seen you love though now you do not see him yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Scripture talks about the inexpressible joy, unspeakable joy. Where that unspeakable joy comes in the life of a child of God? It comes because of the hope that we have. Because of the, of the salvation, the eternal salvation. One day we will be done with this world. One day we will be leaving this world where all our tears will be wiped. That hope, that assurance, 
need to be there in the mind of a child of God. That's what Peter writes here. He's talking about an inexpressible joy, unspeakable joy. This is a joy that is bubbling within our hearts. We cannot probably tell that to somebody. Only you know about it. Only we know about it. You know, a child of our God who is called to walk with the Lord, need to walk with the joy in his life, in her life ever. We may go through a time of sorrow and difficulties and pains, but in the midst of all, God wants us to keep that joy alive, well and alive in our lives. Finally, the question that you and I need to ask this morning, who is in the driver's seat? Who is in the driver's seat of our lives? Happiness or joy? You know, if you have happiness in the driver's seat of your life, your mood will change depending on the circumstances. You look very dull and discouraged when you have go through sicknesses. When something which is not happy, which is not happening in your life, if you're all just packing everything and going for a camp at the weekend, you're happy throughout the week. Happiness is in the driver's seat. But the week when we come back from camp and we have a lot of work to do in the next week, we are not happy at all. We just are having a very dull mood. Things are not going good in our home. Sickness is not leaving us. You know, we are going through difficult moments. No, financially we are, you know, very short. Job situation is not good. Who is in our driver's seat in our lives? It's a question that you and I need to ask. If you don't put the right person in the driver's seat, there may be a day in our lives. We may not be willing to serve God anymore. So it is very important that we put joy in the driver's seat, not happiness. People of this world are driven by the momentary happiness that they experience, that they enjoy. You know, that's the reason we say, or we try to not to get excited about things that are happening or not happening in our lives. You know, as we walk into the Christian maturity, you will realize, you will be brought into a time, nothing really matters whether it happens or it not happen i don't really bother about what kind of news i get from somebody whether it is good or bad i have joy in my driver's seat as long as joy drives me i'm not going to be bothered about because people of god are not concerned about the momentary things that are happening in this world you know as god wants us to get into that level of maturity as we grow in the lord you know, if you are driven by happiness, it's very difficult to stand in the time of sorrow. Because we expect things to be happy, things to be, you know, you know good in our lives. But if we have happiness in the driver's seat, when the kinds of sorrow comes in our lives, we will not be able to handle that moment. So God is telling us this morning, it is time that you need to put joy in the driver's seat. You know, when we put joy in our driver's seat, we will experience heaven on earth. Because when we go to heaven, it's a time of joy. Because joy remains eternal. Joy remains eternal. The joy, that little joy that you and I have today of serving God, that is going to remain with you eternally. When we go to heaven, we will be filled with more joy. And because as we are in the presence of the living God, and as we rejoice over Him, 
we are going to be filled with the joy. Now, there is an opposite word. There is an antonym for happiness. That is sorrow. There is no antonym for joy. There is no opposite word for joy. It's only joy. When we are filled with joy, that only that comes from God. The spiritual, the gift that God has left. When Jesus was born on this earth, the message that was announced, that brought the joy in your life and my life. And that joy is going to remain eternally. It is not going to be perturbed. It's not going to be altered by the things that are happening in our lives. You know, when Christians move into this realm, people of God who are living outside the church, they will look at us and they want to know what is really happening in our lives. And that is an opportunity to explain the joy. Now they all think that the same thing is going on in our life too. Because when things are not happening, our heads are like this. We are worrying. We are rejoicing. We are worrying. We are rejoicing. They think that they are, they are also like us, but that's not true. We have the joy within us. Let's bring the joy outward. Let that in, inward thing drive us outwardly. You know, that will be a great Christian life. When our life is driven by that real joy that we have in our lives. It's easy to preach, but it's hard to follow. And that's my desire too. That's all of our desires. Let's close our eyes. Let's close our eyes. What is driving us? Are we driven by the momentary things of this world? And that's the reason scripture is telling that you cannot be like the people of this world. You are called and separated. Not to show anything outwardly, but to show the inner joy. This morning, God is speaking to us. God is telling us the joy is hidden somewhere. It is thrown at the corner of your life. The joy is just hidden because there are so many things piled over it. This morning, God is asking you to go and dig that joy and bring that out. And bring that to the forefront. And allow the joy of the Lord to drive your life. That's what exactly Paul is saying. When he writes to the church of Philippi, rejoice in the Lord always. When Paul was writing this, these words, he was in prison. In fact, uh, the, the history says he was in prison for two long years. He did not have a secretary next to him as he was dictating these words. He had to write these words by his own hand. His hands are chained. Absolutely no happiness there. Sorrow. In the midst of sorrow, Paul was rejoicing over the fact that he is imprisoned for the sake of the gospel. Many missionaries out there today, at times they had to bury their own children by their own hands. There is no funeral service. They end up in burying their own children by their own hands. A moment of darkness in their lives. 
in the midst of all there is an unspeakable joy that drives them to further the gospel of Lord Jesus Christ what is driving our lives today let's not give our lives to the temporary momentary things of this world God wants us to give our lives to the eternal things the joy that we are talking about this morning Paul was rejoicing over him that's the reason he is able to write rejoice in the Lord always those who are listening to me God is telling you he knows your situation he knows your difficult moment he knows the trouble that you are in today but in the midst of all God wants you to rejoice over the fact that you are a child of God you are a child of God you are called by him and you are saved and purchased by his precious blood if that is not bringing you joy there is something wrong in your salvation God wants to rejoice over the fact that one day we are going to be done with this world we are going to live with him eternally you know we need to walk with that hope this morning let's give our lives to him and tell him Lord bring that hope alive in my life I don't want that to be buried I just want the Lord walk in that joy that you have given Lord the joy of salvation the joy of drawing water from the wells of salvation as the scripture says this morning shall we just ask God shall we all just stand our feet as we close just look at him allow the joy of the Lord to fill our hearts just look at him this morning let the joy of the Lord fill our hearts this morning as our minds are prepared to receive right now shall we just ask him Lord fill me with that joy fill me with the joy father God this morning I just thank you for those who are standing here those who are listening to me Lord online Lord, those who will be listening to me in the future father I ask you let the joy of the Lord be their strength Lord we don't know what situation they are in today Lord the situation may be so terrible in their lives but in the midst of all you are their hope as they are listening to these words father I ask you that Lord you would make yourself so real today Lord let the joy of the Lord come upon their lives let the joy be stirred once again in their hearts this morning as we pray Lord bless us oh God Lord give us that revelation Lord help us to walk in that way Lord God that you expect us to walk father this morning we give all of us in your mighty hands we surrender us we give you glory Send us with your peace. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hope you are blessed by this teaching. Please write to Pastor Balan Swami Nathan at balan at hipm.org. God bless you.